I've got that wrong. <laughs> As I say, in our, our village, miners were real male chauvinists. Mm. Uh, some of our women had never been out without their husbands, and it was a community that was obviously a mine. It was Barracolory. So when Thatcher started the uh, onslaught on and, and the mines, after about three or four weeks, we decided that we had to do something. Here Thatcher was, no money for people, for lads under uh, 18, she wouldn't pay them. And obviously, we, families were getting hard. It was hard for families to exist. So we uh, decided to form a Women Against Peak Closures. Uh, and we got everybody together. And you know, a lot of our women voted for Thatcher because they thought, she's a woman, she's going to be good. She was worse than any man prime minister we've ever had. But they thought, she's going to be okay. But you know, Thatcher took the wrong ones on. She didn't only take the miners, she took the miners' wives. And I'm sure she thought, oh, well, in about six or seven weeks, they'll be making them go back to work. But we didn't. We organised, we set up soup kitchens, we went, we got women in our village that probably never been out without their husbands, we went collecting on the streets in York, and we organised rallies, and they were finding, our women were finding talent and ability that they never knew that they had. Anyway, we decided then when the men were getting knocked about on the picket lines and they couldn't go into Nottingham and go into places on their own. We thought, well, we'll go. They can't sack us, we don't work there. So we'll go. So we organised a picket and I shall never ever forget this day as long as I... We organised it in Nottinghamshire at a colliery. So I drove a minibus and Betty drove the other minibus and we used to go all over but this particular morning there were two minibuses went and they were having a mass picket in Nottingham well we got lost I don't know why and we finished up at this colliery called Silver Hill so we got to Silver Hill and there were hardly any police at this colliery so I think there were about five or six no more so actually we got right down to the pit gates and there were even in Somerset police, they said, so we were talking to them and we told them they made better cider than the Dick police and it was very amicable, I thought, anyway. Anyway, a couple of men came and threw us the sandwiches and went home and then the picket finished. So we started all of us to disperse, because there were a, a minibus as well with us from Nottingham that we'd met up with, it, it took us there. So we're there on his way home. Anyway, as we're there, all of a sudden, three policemen came to the, up the pit lane where we were walking away, and they got out of their vans and started to put their chin straps on. And then all hell broke loose. I can't, I don't know what happened. We were just coming away. Well, they started shoving us, pushing them about. Anyway, they arrested three women and they arrested one of our women. So I went up to inspector who had been 
having a jovial conversation with that morning and I said to him, what are you arrested Lim for? What's she done wrong? He says, get her and all. So I finished up, there were four of us. They put us in this Black Mariah van and took us to the police station. Anyway, when we got to the police station, we were taken out of the van and put in a dock compound. And we were in there and it was raining and it was filthy. And so I started to kick the bottom of the door and I said, look, we need to go to the toilet. We've got to come out of here. So anyway, they came and they took me out of there. And they took me in this room. I'll never forget this as long as I live. They took me in this room and there were a bath there, a farm there, policewoman there and me here. And she said to me, come on, get undressed. I said, you are? I says, I'm not mucky, I got bath this morning. She says, I said, get undressed. So I looked at her. Oh, what's going on here? I says, do you know I'm old enough to be your mother? She says, I'm only doing my job. I says, yeah, that's what they said in Nazi Germany. When they were taking Jews to be slaughtered, they were only doing the job. So anyway, I says, what have I to get undressed for? She says, I'm looking for offensive weapons and drugs. I says, you're joking. No, she says, look, I've told you, get undressed. So I, I was stood there. Anyway, took all my clothes off. Do you know, she strip searched me, that woman. And I'll never, ever forgive the police for what they did to me. So obviously then, put my clothes back on. She took my shoes off me and I wouldn't, I said, I'm not going out of here without shoes on, it's filthy. So anyway, she took my laces out and gave me my shoes back. And obviously I went out of there and I sat down and I thought, this is a war. I thought, and one of the girls who went with us that morning she was really upset. She never went on another picket. She couldn't do it. And I think that's what they thought. Strip search and they'll not come no more. But I'll tell you something. It made me worse than ever I thought. They can't do any worse to me now. So, after that, I did some terrible things. So that is what, even now, 30 years on, I shall never, ever forget. Anyhow, after the, we, we, we picketed and we organised and uh, then uh, we started with soup kitchens. So in our village, in the local uh, centre, we used to do dinners and that. And we get in all the community together then and we got them all together to all work, work together then we started, well, every morning we were picketing. And we used to try and get into knots. Some mornings we made it, some we didn't. And I had to smile because one morning one inspector came to me and he says, 
I have your lot got here. I said, ah, I'm not telling you. He says, do you know why I'd rather have 100 men than 20 women? I said, why? He says, because you don't do as you're told. I said, I know we don't. That's why we're coming. So obviously, we were getting to know more and more and things were happening. And then we were getting more and more families involved. And as they've said to you, Christmas and times like that, but I'll tell you something, if you tend to be in the support from you, the people, the unions members, I'm not saying the trade unionists helped us, them that was in charge, because they didn't, but the rank and file, if you tend to be in for the rank and file, and people like you, who kept our soup kitchen going, and I want to say thank you, because it's still going, women against pit closures, and you know what they say, united we stand, divided we fall. And obviously, I've, we, I could tell you a lot more because we occupied a pit for five days and Maxine Peake from the village wrote a play about it. And if you can get hold of it, it's worth listening to because it's funny, but yeah, it's tinged with sadness of what happened. Anyway, I'm going to let Betty have a go now. <laughs>